What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the Why I Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started doing what they're doing so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Mr. Neil Marshall. Now, Neil has been a has almost 30 years of experience in healthcare search and has been involved in over 600 senior level assignments. He's held leadership roles with major executive search firms in 2017 and helped co-found and is currently a partner in Health Search Partners, the fifth largest healthcare executive search entity in the United States. Now, Neil, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Let's go. Now, Neil, how are you doing today? I'm great, Kojo. I'm uh, very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to have you on today. Now, Neil, let's go ahead and dive right into these questions. Now, why did you, well, first off, let's go ahead and uh, get get the explanation of what you even do, because I'm even confused on what it is. So can you like really clarify it up for me, like what you do? Certainly. So the, the it's called executive search, Kojo. So mm-hmm. a client, which uh, the space that, that we focus on are, is hospitals. So let's say Children's National Medical Center uh, needs a new chief executive officer or president, uh, someone to lead the organization. They would come to a company like ours and uh, retain us to go help them find a new CEO. Then mm-hmm. we would search across the country, uh, uh, trying to find the perfect candidate to be their CEO. And then we would help uh, the transition and get them started as a CEO for Children's National Medical Center. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So that, that clarifies that up perfectly for us. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive right in now. So why did you start doing what you're doing today? Well, I had always been interested in career-oriented things. And to be candid with you, Kojo, I I answered an ad back uh, in like 1989 or 1990 for a physician recruiting company. So there are companies that actually recruit physicians for hospitals. And I started doing that. I loved it and then discovered the executive piece of it. And uh uh, went to work for an executive search company and the rest is history. Perfect. Okay. So, I mean, like how long did it even take for you? So first off, how old were you when you like really, uh, well, when that, that physician advertisement went in and you started, you know, you, you ventured down that road and you loved it, but then how long did it really take for you to, um, really understand that? Okay. Maybe the executive side is uh, for me as well. Certainly. So I I had already gone to college. I graduated from college, had a couple of sales jobs in the healthcare field when I started doing the executive or the the physician recruiting. Did Mm -hmm. that for about three or four years and met some people while I was doing that who did the executive piece for the hospitals and uh, built a relationship with them and decided that uh, that was something I wanted to do. So I was probably 31 or 32 by the time I started doing executive search for hospitals. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So now, now that we've, you know, gotten that out the way, the, the fundamentals, 
can we go back a little bit more? So I'm going to ask you here, what were some childhood hobbies and habits that you think matriculated into who you became today? So that's a that's a great question. Uh, Kojo, I always knew. I don't know how, but I always knew that I wanted to have my own companies. Mm. Uh, I wanted to be in business. So I had businesses when I was a kid. Mm. I had a lemonade stand. We did carnivals. Actually, we built a zip line in our backyard. Uh, It was it was rope. Kids paid us to ride on the zip line. Wow. Well, one interesting, the the very first guy, a, a young man got up on there and the rope broke and he landed on his back. Oh, no. <laughs> and I got to tell you, Scott Spoolster, if you're listening, I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> to oh, man. But I had always wanted to be in business for myself. So I had businesses from the time I was a little kid, just doing, uh, you know, nothing, nothing ever really made any money. But I knew that's what I wanted to do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really happy you said that, that you that you said that you you didn't know why, but you just knew that you wanted to be, you know, start a business and have your own business for yourself, um, because I feel like everybody just knows like there's I feel like when we're younger, um, we see all these other people, you know, doing these various things and we might think it's cool to do this or that. Um, so we we ignore, you know, what we're really um, meant to do or destined to do or, or like it's so obvious to us to do and we really just um, go for the cool thing or or something bigger um, but the the thing that comes most naturally to us is what's what makes us cool I'm trying to tell you also and again I'm really happy you pointed that out that you you know you had that entrepreneur spirit uh, when you were a kid even from when you were a kid uh, of those lemonade stands that's like the number one thing for um, entrepreneurs that I get um, whenever I'm interviewing them, they they always tell me, yeah, I, w- I had a lemonade stand when I was a kid. I, I had this, I had that, a car wash, something, something that uh, was making them money when they were a kid. So very happy that you pointed that out for us today. So can I ask you this? What is an average day like for you? Sure. So the first thing I, I work out every morning, I work out at five or five thirty, depending. My wife and I go work out uh, mm-hmm. while I'm working out. I listen to podcasts about businesses various business related podcasts every mm-hmm. single day. And mm-hmm. what I do is I get ideas from those coach. Mm-hmm. I get ideas on how to improve my business. I get new business ideas. I get, and I write everything down. I, I don't write it down. I put it in my, uh, in notes in my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, go take a shower and then go to the office. Um, I take my list that I made while I was working out and I investigate certain things and I, I make sure that, uh, that I follow up with all of those. Then I'll usually answer emails for a couple of hours, um, maybe make some cold calls to hospital executives. I'll video interview three or four hospital executives every day, maybe have phone calls with four or five. Uh, some days I'll travel to go see a client. Just got back from Sacramento, California, where we started up a new search for a, uh, a vice president of human resources um, and then maybe interview some candidates. Perfect. Perfect. And thank you. Thank you for uh, really breaking that down for me. And uh, can, can you like tell people the importance of uh, working out first thing in the morning? Please do. Like because I that's very important. It's it's how I start my day, Kojo. It's how I get all my juice is flowing, and it's also my creative time. I, 
I spend an hour working out, but it's the time that that I'm listening to podcasts and thinking about my businesses and thinking about how to get better. And I use that as a very creative time. And I uh, come up with ideas that I write down. I write everything down. I don't ever, anything that I think about, I write down because mm. once you've written it down or at least put it into your phone, you've got it forever. Mm. I agree. I agree. And I definitely do the same thing. Same thing. I definitely uh, get up in the morning and I run um, a couple of miles, maybe like 10, 10 miles. Um, and again, it gets the juices flowing. It gets your for 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 me, it gets my um, my legs started for the day. I feel like once when you're when you when you first wake up, you you feel kind of slow, sluggish a little bit. And once you really get your blood flowing, your uh, your body moving, and you're like you 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 most people. I remember somebody asked one of my friends asked me, you know, don't you feel tired after you work out in the morning? Like, don't doesn't that like affect your day? I tell them the exact opposite. It really starts my day off right. It gives me the energy I need for the rest of the day. And working out makes you feel good. Just forget about the looking good part. Um, of course, everybody wants to look good, but if if you focus on feeling good first. And which working out does, like for a fact, you will feel better if you work out. Your body will follow. It's just like following your passion and the money will follow. If you you try feeling good first with working out, your body will follow. And you, next thing you know, you'll wake up and your body will look so good that you'll be like, what happened? And you'll feel good as well. So it's it's definitely a win-win situation. So I definitely recommend working out first thing in the morning to everybody, everybody. Absolutely. So, yeah, Neil. So let me go ahead and transition into this one. So what do you enjoy the most about what you do? So the, the best part about what I do is that I get to learn from the absolute best cream of the crop people every single day. In my career, Kojo, I've interviewed over 5,000 hospital executives. Mm -hmm. And from every single one of them, I've learned something and I've got to be around the people who are the absolute best at what they do. And mm. it's fascinating to me. Uh, they, I, I'm fascinated by them and I'm fascinated by what I can learn from them. Mm. Very good. Very good, Neil. And of course, Neil, you're way older than me. I, I just turned 21 like couple weeks ago. But I want to I want to emphasize the point of how he's, you know, very well off, very successful in his career. Uh, he's he co-founded, you know, the fifth largest um, search health search entity in the United States. But he is still learning. And what the, the, the importance of that is you never stop learning in life. You just don't. Even when you're 80 years old, you, you're still learning something new. Um, so just don't stop learning. Keep being hungry. And let me go ahead and hit you with this next one. Of course, you knew it was coming. What do you enjoy the least? So probably the fact that when you're in business for yourself, Kojo, it's about you. Mm. If I don't, if I'm not successful today, my lights don't get turned on. Yep. I don't get to eat. My children don't get to go on vacations. Mm. Um, my wife doesn't get to buy a new car if mm. I'm not successful. So I have to be successful every single day. So mm. it's all on me and my partners to make sure that we're successful every single day. Yep. Yep. Got to pay the price to be the to be the boss. So let's go ahead and ask you this one. Uh, this is one of my favorite questions that I love asking people. Um, and I'm interested in hearing your answer today. So. Do you think that grades mattered in school for the success in your career today? Yes, they did, Kojo. Now, mm -hmm. I will tell you, it, quite frankly, I wasn't the guy that made all A's. 
Mm-hmm. I wasn't a top three or five person in, in my high school graduating class, but mm-hmm. I made good enough grades that I could go to a very good college. I went to Texas A&M mm-hmm. um, and, uh, I, and, and made good grades in college, not the greatest, but mm-hmm. good enough where people wanted me when I graduated and I got to have a good job. And then I, and then what I did is I just worked harder than everybody else. I was the first guy in and the last guy to leave. My bosses never saw me come to the office and they never saw me leave because Mm -hmm. I showed up before they got there and I didn't go home until after they left. Wow. Yep. 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 And I feel like that's the best and biggest key uh, I had uh, John Crossman on my um, podcast as well. He's a commercial real estate investor down south to Florida. And um, he told me pretty much the same thing. Now, he has this dyslexia, so it was even harder for him back in college. But he still went to college and he, um, you know, did the work, he tried really hard. He was always the first person in, last person to leave. And, of course, he's a billionaire now. He's very successful um, off his business, off being the hardest working one. So very important advice that we're getting here today, guys. And let me go ahead and ask you this. Um, now, they say that everybody is born with a purpose. So what do you feel that your impact is? And it could be inside work, outside of work. It could be more than one. It could be anything. So what we do, Kojo, is we help hospitals find executives. Mm-hmm. And the most important thing that a board of a hospital does, the people that run the hospital, is that they hire a CEO. And if I do a good job, the hospital is going to be successful. Doctors are going to have a great place where they can take care of patients and the health of a community is going to be enhanced. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And that's a very, very good way to look at it. Very good way to look at it. And very good, very good work that you're doing. So I really appreciate it. And we're finally winding down into this last question. Again, I, I told you it was going to be a nice and smooth interview for us today. So let's go ahead and knock this one out. If you could give one piece of advice to anybody out there listening who wants to be in your position today, what would it be? So there's a guy by the name of Steve Martin, who was a comedian and an actor. Mm-hmm. He was asked, how do you get into show business? How do you And what he said was was one of the most important things, Kojo, I've ever heard. And he said, be so good that they can't ignore you. Mm. And that's what I would tell anybody. Be so good that they can't ignore you. I agree. I agree. All right, Neil. Excellent, excellent interview I had with you today. So, Neil, um, now, is there a website, social media, any type of way, maybe a book, any type of way that my audience can reach out to yours, you know, just to get a little more information on you or maybe even reach out to you? Sure. So um, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Neil Marshall, in like November, E-I-L-L, two L's and then Marshall. You could also go to www.healthsearchpartners.com. Uh, you can go to my website, neilmarshall.com, um, uh, any of those places you can find. Me. Perfect. Perfect. And, you know, I've, this is 
honestly, since I've started interviewing people, you're probably like the 10th person who has had a your name as a website. And I need to get on it because there needs to be a KojoThompson.com out there somewhere for me because I feel like that's the coolest thing ever. So with that being said, Neil, again, I got to thank you once again for an excellent, excellent, excellent interview. Now, folks, there are three types of work, a job, a career and a calling. Most people have a job. You're real lucky if you find a career and you're truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope me and Neil helped you find it here today. And that is a wrap. Wait, before you go, make sure to hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at YI Network for weekly big three takeaways. We're also on Facebook and LinkedIn at YI Network. And if you or somebody else you know loves their job and would love to share on the podcast, email me at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Have a good day, guys.